Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail, along with Charlie Long in studio, taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. Want to tell everybody, a little after 6.20 tonight, we're going to talk a little bit of March Madness with a former basketball coach and now um, NBA and also college basketball analyst Scott Spinelli will be on with us. He's one of our, our top guests, man. We love yeah, to I'm have really Coach on. He's awesome. And then at 7.20 tonight, UNO baseball coach Blake Dean, 200 wins, previewing the, the big game between the privateers when they play LSU. And just want to remind everybody, WWL is your home for LSU baseball, and you can catch LSU versus UNO tomorrow night. We pick up first pitch starting at 6.30 right here on the Big 870, WWL.com, and also streaming the game live, uh, live, I should say, free on the Odyssey app. Charlie, one of the things you and I hadn't had a chance to talk about was the big trade. Uh, Mike and I spoke about it. Uh, that happened Friday with now the Panthers with the top overall pick in the draft. Uh, the Bears have spent a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, well, they haven't spent it yet, but they've come to an well, agreement. Well, they spent some big money with Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, w- with getting Tremaine Edmonds. Four years, $72 million. T.J. Edwards, another linebacker. And Nate Davis, uh, who I covered with the Titans, a big offensive guard. Bottom line is they got a lot of draft choices now. They got a lot of draft capital. You got to make it hit. And also, you you got to develop the quarterback situation. This basically sort of tells you they're putting everything in the basket of Justin Fields, who has flashed it, but more so as a runner than as a consistent passer downfield. So we'll have to find out about Justin and how well he can basically kind of compute where to go downfield, finding the right receiver. It's happening so quick for him, and he admitted that last year. That was the biggest jump for him from going from Ohio State to the NFL was all the different looks and figuring out what the defense was going to be up to. But it does take a little bit of time. But, man, the Bears have some capital, and they've spent some money in getting Edmonds, Edwards, now Nate Davis, and bringing in D.J. Moore, who's an accomplished receiver in this league. And if he's catching those kind of passes from the likes of Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, man, he's going to put up some really good numbers if Fields can turn the corner. Yeah, I got a couple thoughts on all this, Mike. As you said, the Bears have bought in to Justin Fields. That is 100% correct. But these guys that they're signing and bringing in 
also are young, and they kind of fit the timeline that Chicago sees themselves in. Tremaine Edmonds is only 24. I know that he's getting his first big payday, but he was really young coming into the NFL draft. And now, as as we said, $72 million deal. I think that it was reportedly the fourth highest paid contract to an inside linebacker in the NFL. So they gave him big money. So they didn't want to play... Roquan, and I think that yeah, was a lot of hard feelings. That was a lot of hard feelings there, and so man, sometimes in negotiations, it's happened, man, with me and, and and other businesses that sometimes you can't get a deal done because there's a little friction, uh, sort of back and forth. But then they get this big deal done with Edmonds when they couldn't do it with Roquan, who I think's a really good football player too. I mean, an outstanding football player now with the Ravens. Yeah, absolutely, and they couldn't get it done with Roquan. They go out and get former Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. They pay him big bucks, but they had the cash space to do so. Kind of similar to what we were talking about with Atlanta earlier. When they have the money, they can afford to kind of throw it at these big, big name players. And Tremaine Edmonds is a really big name player on the market, and they went up and scooped him up. So with buying into Justin Fields, I know that he wasn't the greatest passing statistics of in the NFL last year, and he really flashed with his legs more than his arm. But look who he was throwing to, Mike. His wide receiver one was Darnell Mooney. Now I think on that roster, Darnell Mooney's probably the wide receiver three at this point. DJ Moore obviously comes in top wide receiver on the roster, but they go out and, and get Chase remember Claypool. Remember, too, they gave up a second-round pick and it's for a high, Chase. It's, it's basically a first-round pick for Chase Claypool. Because the Dolphins got that first-round right. pick stripped from them, so it's effectively the 32nd overall pick that they get, which if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you got to be really happy about that. But at the same time, if you trust Justin Fields to develop and you trust your staff to develop him, you got to go get him weapons. And going out and getting DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, guys that he can now throw to and maybe throw those 50-50 balls because they're both really good contested catch receivers, I, I, I kind of like their buy-in with Justin Fields as their, their, their QB1. So now all the eggs are in the basket of Carolina. And what do you and what do, they do, do now? at quarterback? Right. Because, man, if you want to win this year, then it's Bryce Young. But I think there's sort of a split decision, and I know they're putting that out for a reason. Um, if it's Bryce, if it's C.J. Stroud, and now Anthony Richardson has been brought into the works also. Now, if you want to win this year, man, it's not Richardson. Yeah, Bryce is the guy. Bryce is the guy if you want to be competitive in a bad NFC South this year. Richardson, he's got all the tools, all the flash. Like, but he's, he's not consistent. No, and he's, he's not. not he's not NFL ready either. Like if you throw him out there, you're kind of you're going to get him beat up. Exactly. It's it's kind of wishing failure on him if you give him all this playing time in year one. It, you want to let him kind of sit back and do his thing and maybe learn behind a bridge guy, and then maybe when he's a little bit more developed in Frank Reich's system, that's when you give him the shot. But if you want the guy that's more NFL ready right now. And it's kind of crazy to say because if you look at the two guys standing next to each other, Bryce Young is the guy that is going to the five ten shorter guy is going to be the the guy that you want to go with. Yeah, no question about it. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy and with college and NBA analyst Scott Spinelli right after this break on the Big Eight Seventy. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile five G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile five G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com/slash five G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 and uh, on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We have on with us one of the top people in the business uh, who covers uh, college basketball and also the NBA and Scott Spinelli. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure. Love being on your show. Uh, great time of year, guys, as you know. Absolutely. Scott, before we uh, get into uh, the NCAA tournament, I've got to ask you about Trey Murphy. Well, we saw him go off last night with the Pelicans, and you and I have talked about Trey, that, man, he's got that ability to shoot so well. Now you got to see some consistency in his game. Boy, was he hot last night. He just absolutely burned up the nets. He really was. And, you know, I think – when you have a player that talented, and I think, again, he's still somewhat young, right? I just think it's a matter of time before I, I think the maturity side of him in terms of, hey, I am this good. You know, I can do this night in and night out. Um, and sometimes when you come in as a younger player, as you know, college, NBA, you kind of try to find your niche or your role. And, uh, you know, boy, he is extremely talented. Saw him up close when I was coaching in the ACC when he was at Virginia. Uh, terrific talent, and he was fantastic last night. Uh, coach, uh, last hour we had on Will Wade, uh, the new basketball coach now at McNeese State. And one of the things, man, he had to grit all the enamel off his teeth to say it. But when I asked him, who's the best team you think in college basketball today, he gave me a long pause and said, I hate to say it, Alabama. And, and you said that last week. Basically, you thought Alabama would be a major player come tournament time. They've got the talent, as you guys know. But i got to tell you, this year's NCAA tournament, I have never, in all my you know memories, I've never seen a tournament where there's so much controversy or at least somewhat of a storyline between you know the one seats. I mean, you've got Alabama with some distraction that's gone on and still going on. Be interested to see when they hit adversity in the tournament, which they will hit at some point. Are they going to come together? Are they going to break apart? 
Houston, I think, is the most complete team on both ends of the floor. Um, this is a Houston team offensively that is much, much better than they've been in terms of percentages. We know how great they are defensively, how well coached they are. But again, is Sasser healthy? I mean, that's a huge part of who they are. And then Kansas, you just hope that Coach Self is healthy and he's okay, one of the best coaches uh, in the game, period. So, um, look, Purdue, I just think Purdue's just got a tough, tough bracket on that side. Good luck to them when they start facing some of these teams um, as they continue to advance because there's some teams there um, right there in their bracket lower seats that could beat them um, in those second, third rounds. Scott, one of the teams that uh, Will also brought up is Arizona. And he said, you know, watch for the Wildcats. You know, I think Arizona offensively is very, very complete. Now that defense is very good. I, I'm worried about them, guys. Look, you better circle this Princeton game now because what ends up happening in the tournament, you guys know this well, yep. you end up starting to play against some teams that play a little different style of play. And they have yet to see a team with the type of spacing and how Princeton plays. Um, I think they're not, Princeton's not going to be able to like let this game turn into a possession game where it's increased possessions. They're going to limit possessions. So the formula for them is going to be scoring late clock. And if they do that, if they do that, and they frustrate and deflate Arizona, and Arizona comes down and gets a wide-open shot but misses it, and they got to go play defense for 30-some seconds against Princeton. That could be disastrous for Arizona. That's a tough matchup for them. But I'm a little bit, you know, again, their defense is the only question mark to me uh, in the tournament for them. Coach, I'm looking at some of these mid-major schools, and I think that the, a lot of the matchups are really compelling, specifically on the 413 and 512 lines. It seems like every year there's at least one, maybe even two 12-5 upsets. I wanted to get your thoughts on some of the mid-major teams that reach that 12 line and 13 line, and which teams you think can pull off those first-round upsets, and maybe even make a run to like the Sweet 16 second weekend. Well, I hate to say this, guys. I was really looking at Drake as being a team. You know, with five, they got four starters uh, who have scored over a thousand points. They've got two guys, 25 years old, 124, 123, and then obviously Tucker DeVries, their best player, 20. So they're experienced, they're older. Um, I've yet to see a college team with 4,000 point scorers. They have that. Here's the problem: Miami is really good, guys. That is a tough draw for Drake in that first round. Miami's guard play. If, you know, um, you know, o- Omir is healthy. Again, that's another question mark. Um, that's a tough matchup. But, look, that Virginia-Furman game, Furman is going to play, try to play fast. They're 82 points a game. Virginia, not so fast. They're going to slow that game down. So, uh, again, Pagese is a really good guy for Furman, really good. Um, he'll go against some great defender Beekman, but that's going to be a contrasting style game. Um, you know, very interesting in terms of, what happens there. I think Duke right now is playing their best basketball period. Again, Oral Roberts, I thought could beat somebody, but it's a, such a tough matchup with the, and look in Duke, Miami, those teams are coming into the tournament, just like the Texas A&Ms and so many of the Dela teams. There's already a chip on these guys shoulder thinking we got a bad seed or we didn't get the right seed that we deserve better. So I, I think there's a lot of different storylines that makes this tournament really, really wide open. 
And then you already kind of mentioned the East uh, coach. I, I think that's also the part of the bracket that's going to yeah, ruin. Yeah, I think so. I agree. The, when you see a lot of people that are ripping up their brackets after the first weekend, I feel like a lot of it's going to come from that East region. With Purdue, I mean, I think they got a bad matchup with either Memphis or Florida Atlantic in that second round. Those are two very good teams. Duke and Oral Roberts is one of my favorite first-round matchups. I agree with you, Coach. Tennessee and Louisiana, Kentucky, Providence, Kansas State, Montana State, Michigan State, USC, and Marquette, Vermont. It just seems like... If you're picking one team out of the East, it's like picking a straw out of a hat. You have no idea who's going to come out. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that specific part of the bracket because I feel like a lot of people are going to get their brackets ruined from the East region. Guys, i got to be honest with you. I think Duke right now is the hottest team in college basketball. I mean, Philip Filipikowski is playing exceptionally well. They've gelled here late. Again, you know, great teams are made in season, and they face some adversity Obviously, Duke did early on. Coach Shire, you know, has done an unbelievable job at pulling that team together. I tell you what, guys, I'm looking at Duke, you know, right now as a five seed. To me, they're the team to beat on that east side. To me, uh, right now, if I was to take somebody, because they're hot right now and they're playing with such confidence, they're going to be difficult. Yeah, sleeper team is Creighton. I mean, Creighton's going to be a very difficult matchup. Uh, over there, you know, again, they're they're a team that shoot. They have they have what I think it's uh, six guys. Or excuse me, have six guys have made twenty or more threes. Guys, the great, and they're healthy. And that three point shot is going to be a you know that's a huge again you know uh, factor uh, in in this tournament. So I, I look for them on, on that side too. But I really like Duke guys in the East. I do personally. I think they're going to be a very difficult team to beat in that side. Coach, it also feels like there's always that one or two teams that go out in the first round that you're thinking, how did they lose? How did they get upset in the first round of the bracket? I want to get your thoughts on what team, what, which one of those maybe three or two seeds could get upset early, really early on. Well, I definitely think you've got to circle that Princeton game, guys. With Arizona. I mean, that's going to be a lot better game than I think people think, you know, starting out. Uh, you know, you definitely keep an eye on that. Um, you know, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the early round. And I think if you look around, you know, there's some other games. I mean, listen, Vermont doesn't have the firepower, but, you know, they've been there. They're battle-tested. You know, they're, they're not going to be intimidated. Um, I think Colgate's a team, if they're playing that matchup zone, um, you know, they, they've won a lot of games. Texas is coming off an incredible emotional high. Be interested to see how they come down from this. Sometimes winning those tournaments and getting that high are they going to be able to stay, uh, you know, level there? I, I keep an eye on that game too. Um, you know, I think those are really the, the games that I think right now you got to really look out for. That Princeton game, you got to watch out for that game, guys. That, that's one you got to circle. Scott, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to a guy who does a little bit of gaming, so to speak, and he told me uh, exactly what you said about Colgate. He said, man, if you want to take a flyer, Colgate might be that team. And he also talked about Texas A&M. I agree. I think Texas A&M right now is, again, another team in this tournament that's playing with a chip on their shoulder. I mean, to finish second in the SEC, guys, and to get a seven seed, I get it. They lost to Wofford. They lost to Murray State early in the year. But they're playing good basketball. Coach, you know, Williams, I've coached against them for many years. Tremendous coach. They're going to get after you defensively. They're much more complete offensively right now. I really think A&M is a team you've got to keep an eye on. But, again, if you look at those the Aggies and the Longhorns, that's, that's, a, 
that was a huge rivalry when I was coaching at A&M. And if they beat that second round, <laughs> that's old school, big eight, big 12 rivalry, two teams that kind of, and A&M is that rough, tough team in Texas. Those are the type of teams that have given Texas problems of those physical teams. But I agree with you. Colgate has been there. That's yep. going to be a tough matchup for Texas. Coach, you said Duke is the hottest team entering the tournament, but there's also some teams that got off to a really good start this season, earned their spot in the NCAA tournament, but may have slowed down as the season progressed. Where are some of those teams entering the tournament that aren't as hot and maybe kind of stagnant that could be first-round upset uh, picks? Oh, I tell you what. Um, I, look, I really like Miami. And again, I, I'm going against – I hate to say this because I was talking so highly about Drake – uh, my sons play Division One basketball. One's a freshman at Evansville. The other one's at Wofford. So I've seen the Missouri Valley inside and out with Drake. But Miami guys, <laughs> they're really good, in the, especially in the backcourt if they're healthy. But when you look around, I think Iowa's another team. They've struggled as of late. They, they could be really dangerous. I mean, listen, Providence, they've lost some games here. Um, they're a team that could get it together here. Michigan State, as you can always, you guys know, you can never count out a Coach Izzo team. They've lost some games uh, as of late. So there are some teams here. Creighton, I, I'd keep your eye on Creighton. I, I really think that's a team that, that can do something here uh, in this tournament too. But I, I just think there's a lot of different teams here have favorable matchups that might not bet on the upswing that can advance, and that's a few of them right there. Scott, uh, one team, Memphis, uh, and watching them play against Houston, which to me, they were the best team in college basketball all season long. But the one team that stepped in the ring against them and were not intimidated was Memphis. And I'm interested to see how far they go into this because uh, they seem to be a team that, uh, okay, we've played Houston. Is there any other team out there as good as them? And and, and they went blow to blow with the Cougars. Hey, that's a great point uh, that you make. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. And, look, if you look at Purdue, you know, they're playing a freshman point guard you know, the amount of pressure that young man's going to face in the second round if Memphis gets by Florida Atlantic. Look, you know, anytime you see a Division One team, I don't care if they're coming out of a, you know, lower level. I mean, any team that wins 30-plus games, you have to really take seriously. That's hard to do in any Division One conference. But, again, I agree with you. Memphis is a very dangerous team. DeAndre Williams, star power. They've got a lot of weapons there. They're fast. They're quick. I think they could. That's again contrasting styles. If Memphis beats Florida Atlantic and they face Purdue, I mean, whew, Purdue's going to have all they can handle to beat a Memphis team that's so much more athletic, so much faster, so quicker, so much quicker, and they're going to put a lot of pressure uh, with those guys. But I agree with you. I think Memphis is a dangerous team too. A team, coach, a team that's kind of gotten hot at the end of the season that has had better teams that have failed in the NCAA tournament. But a team that may be under the radar is Gonzaga. I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on them in the West region as a three seed. You know, it's funny you say that because I agree with you. There's really not a lot of pressure on Gonzaga. Again, I think we were talking about this in another interview earlier today. Um, And, you know, one of the things about Carolina, what happened to Carolina. Look, you know, these are kids, guys, as you guys know. And when you go through a little adversity and all those expectations those Carolina kids had – I think they lost a little of their mojo and their confidence. And I'm going to compare that to Gonzaga. We're not thinking about Gonzaga with all those, 
you know, top lottery picks or, you know, top number one picks in the NBA. They're a team that is sneaky good. They're a team that might not have the pressure just because the expectations aren't what they have been over the last couple of years with that one seed and two seed. I agree with you. They're a Tim, Drew Timmy. They're going to be a dangerous team. And I kind of like their matchups down there a little bit, um, at least starting out. But um, I agree with you. I think they could be a very dangerous team in the tournament. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight and breaking everything down. We'll have you on each week. And, uh, man, uh, this is the start of it. There's a lot of buzz today, certainly because sort of the start of NFL free agency hit where you're not supposed to be contacting people till noontime today. <laughs> okay, if you want to believe that, I, I got ski property behind my house. Not, not, not I'm talking about water ski. I'm talking about snow skiing. Uh, so we, that, that was big today. But thanks so much for breaking everything down, Coach. Uh, college basketball wise and it's a pleasure for us to have you on each and every week oh listen it's my pleasure i love being on your show i love being around you guys Uh, thanks you for having me okay guys thanks Thanks, so much uh that was college basketball and nba analyst scott spinelli former college basketball coach we'll be back with more sports talk here on the big 870 right after this break when it comes to air quality the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air but the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air especially our indoor air is really darn important in 30 minutes puro air will remove allergens dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long in studio. We're taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. want to tell everybody at 720 tonight we'll have UNO baseball coach Blake Dean. And congratulations to Blake. 200 wins for the Privateers. And they match up against the LSU Fighting Tiger baseball team tomorrow night. And you can hear that game live right here on the Big 870 at 6. 30. Duran Duran will be in concert at the Smoothie King Center on June 7th. Want to see them? WWL has your tickets. Log in and listen to WWL for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Duran Duran's Future Past Tour. Every hour you listen on the free Odyssey app or on WWL.com earns you another entry all month long. The more you listen, the more chances to win. Log in and listen and win Duran Duran tickets courtesy of Live Nation and WWL. Uh, Charlie, on uh, our talk and text line uh, from 0886, uh, one of the texters asked about Austin Eckler as a possibility for the Saints. What are you guys' thoughts about it? Um, and I, I can't see Austin Eckler coming to the Saints. Austin wants some big money. The Chargers have already told him they are not in the business of paying a running back a lot of money in free agency. A running and back so, that's also kind of getting up there in age. Yeah, as well. and he's not the biggest cat in the world. Now I will give him credit, man. He he's is a touchdown. Machine. He's a touchdown maker when he gets in the red zone. He's terrific. Also, an outstanding receiver coming out the backfield, but. 
and it, it'll happen where some team will give a back that second contract, which is huge. That that happened with McCaffrey. It's happened with the Saints with, with Kamara. But the, the Saints aren't going to be in that type market for a running back. No, if, if they're going to get it, I mean, I think they're more looking for a rookie, like a young guy in the draft that they'll pick with the, one of their first three-round picks. And, and a free agent at sort of middle-range it's, it's price. Gonna be, it's not going to be an Austin Eckler. No. Austin Eckler is looking for – the only reason why he's seeking a trade from the Chargers is because he wants that big deal. And as you said, L.A. is not willing to give it to him. He's 27 years old. That's kind of reaching that mark for running backs where they start to decline a little bit. And I get he's a touchdown machine. He fits L.A.'s offense really well. If I'm him, I'd – like to stay there, but I understand wanting to get that last big payday out of the way. As you said, he's not the biggest guy, 5'8", 200 pounds. And I think we stretch into 5'8". I know. And maybe stretch into 200. 200 as well, uh-huh. right. But he's going to get paid by someone, I think. I, someone will go pick him up because, as you said— But not at his cost. I he's think a touchdown machine. If, if you want a guy that's going to find the end zone, there's fewer guys in the NFL better than Austin Eckler. It's just a matter of what his price tag is going to be. And he's going to want a lot of money— but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get it. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of movement at the running back position. And I'm talking about veterans. I think you're going to see a lot of movement on that part, possibly for a late-round pick or be cut loose um, in veteran free agency. And so if the Saints are looking for a veteran, what I would say a thunderback instead of the speed guy or similar to Alvin Kamara, I think you're going to have a market there for guys available at that spot. But Austin Eckler, to to answer your question on it, uh, I think Eckler, if he's going to get any kind of money, it's, it's not going to be from the Saints. Now, there's always one that's maybe willing to pay you close to what Austin Eckler wants. And the charges have already told him, hey, it's not us. <laughs> so go around and see if you can get that one team that'll bite and – pay you the type money you're looking for but I think you know we've talked about it so many times about the just the valuation of the running back position in the draft but also in free agency I don't know Mike could you do you think like can you think of a team off the top of your head that would be willing to pay pretty big money for Austin Eckler I can't I can't I can't like and, and it's just because his age as I said, 27 years, around 27, 28 is when running backs start to decline a little bit. You're not going to want to pay a guy a big contract around that age. I I don't know, Mike. I I like Austin Eckler. I like him a lot. He's a good player in and this league. And he's a great fantasy league oh, man. Yeah. If you, if you drafted gracious. Austin Eckler the past couple of years, you were enjoying a lot of fantasy football wins. But I'm, not, I'm just not sure what his market is. That's just kind of how I feel about it. I just think the running back market, and again – there will be a player somebody's going to be willing to pay a lot of money to. But listen, there's a lot of rumors in Minnesota about them shopping Dalvin Cook. Dalvin's another one that's kind of getting up there. He's reaching, I think he's, what, 27 as well, right? So, I, I don't know, Mike. It seems like that's the, the general rule of thumb is once a running back hits a certain age, they start to decline a little bit. It also depends on how often and you use them. And Austin Eckler and Dalvin Cook are two really high-usage guys. And there were even rumors. And I think, listen, even though there are rumors about this and you can call a team said, are you interested, um, Derrick Henry with the Titans. That, that, that was a lot of stuff out there. And I do think that they maybe had some conversation about Derrick Henry. 
But man, look the beaten, look the amount of carries Derrick Henry has yeah. under his belt. And I think for the Titans, new GM, hey, I didn't draft him. And I think he's played his best football. I think the Titans, if they got a decent offer, I think would be willing to move on from Derrick Henry. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. I, they they rode that horse for as long as the tracks were on the road. And you talk about a guy that doesn't look like a running back. It's Derrick Henry. When you get up in close to him and see him, it's like, man, that guy plays running back? Derrick Henry had a lot of really exciting playoff moments in Tennessee, too. I, I mean, the guy is going to be a fan favorite for a long time. He's going to be remembered. He's going to be a Tennessee Titan Hall of Famer one day. But his time in Tennessee is probably coming to an end, too. I, I think these running backs that are all reaching a certain age are starting to get— And the amount of carries. Yes, exactly. And he's been an overload. Here's a, here's a workhorse for him. <laughs> talk about. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in hour number three of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long, and we're taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. Want to remind everybody, at 7.20 tonight, the head baseball coach, the skipper himself at UNO, Blake Dean, will join us. 200 wins uh, as a uh, baseball coach and, uh, man, getting geared up for the matchup against the LSU Fighting Tigers tomorrow night, and we'll have that game live right here on the Big 870 at 6.30. Charlie, got something to ask me? Yeah, so my guy I saw this on Twitter the other day. I think it was around when the NCAA tournament bracket was released, and it was asking, what is the best postseason format in sports? Is it the NCAA tournament? Is it the World Cup format? Is it the best of seven series, or is it the Super Bowl? And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. And I think it's the NCAA tournament, college basketball. I agree with you. Uh, Because there's drama in almost every game. Uh, You can't say that about Super Bowls. Sometimes there has been. Sometimes it's been a blowout. Many times. It's the perfect postseason. Yeah, Now It may may not be the perfect in terms of getting the best team to win every single year, but it's so fun. I look forward to March Madness every single season. I I fill out multiple brackets. Obviously, I'm only going to do the one for our March Madness special in a couple days, but um, I I think it's the perfect postseason format. I think to also Major League Baseball has to come into play here. With so many teams, I think very close is who gets hot late in, in Major League Baseball. And and I think that's you're going to see that happen over the next few years where uh, we saw it last year. You, you brought up that stat about you know how it kind of ended in Major League Baseball. Right. There were multiple teams that won 100 games. There were four teams in the NL that won 100 games last season, and none of them were in the NLCS <laughs> out of the 16 participated. So just think about that. Right. Uh, of how that broke down uh, in Major League Baseball. And, Charlie, I think that's going to continue. Right. I, I, don't, I think that's just not a one-year deal. That's going to continue it, in Major League Baseball. It's also the expansion of Major League Baseball's postseason where they're adding more games, like the wild card game used to just be a single game, and now it's a wild card best of three, right? Before you get to the divisional series, which is a best of five, and then the, the championship series and World Series, which are both best of sevens. But I, I don't know, Mike. I circle back around to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just the best. I think that's the one. The one thing, and we haven't seen it yet, the expansion of college football. I think that the idea of hosting of teams, the higher seeds hosting the first round games at the school's campus is so fun. And I hope that they do do it where, you know, the five seed hosts the 12 seed, 
the six seed hosts the 11 seed, the seven seed hosts the 10 seed, and the eight hosts the nine before those top four seeds that get the first round by. I think having it on those college campuses brings so much excitement to the college football. So, you know, we will see, but as of now, it's it's college basketball. Yeah, I agree with you. I know Brando and I, we were probably on the other side of the fence with this, both of us, about, man, so many people were screaming and hollering about, you know, the transfer portal and NIL money and about expanding the playoffs. No, it's May. Did, didn't you watch college football last year? Didn't you see a team like Tulane? Okay, if you'd have said this before the season, Tulane plays USC in the Cotton Bowl and wins. And beats the Heisman winner. Yeah. How many people had their hands up for that one? None. No one. So it does go to show it can happen and it will happen in college football. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.